one hell of a week. Good evening. Welcome. I don't need to tell you what kind of show this is. <laughs> We've survived. I survived more ways than one. I'm not going to go into it. Some people, I think, assume that whatever I may experience, I'm going to talk about on here. I used to, uh, right up until the pandemic. And then I started to talk about film and talk about music and self-expression. I don't feel it's, uh, you know, because um, I know, you know, people are listening. For me, it's not right to talk about what I do or the kind of day I had, you know, unless it's, uh, I mean, I, I always, even a bad experience, I, I take something positive from it. I just do. I just do. Um, but I'm, I'm talking about film and music. This is my way of releasing the week. And at the same time, you know, to me, it's all positive. I've learned in this time not to be uh, deterred by, you know, if something didn't, you know, happen the way I thought it was going to happen. I've learned that, you know, things don't happen the way that you can't plan things. It, it kind of just happens. What you can do is you can be prepared and, you know, yeah, you got to bring your A game. And, you know, I was taught when I first started doing education in 2016 to show up, not just physically, but mentally. So, yeah, you know, even if I'm tired, which is often the case or the coffee has not kicked in yet or I have to go to the bathroom and, and I know how to hold it. Trust me. As I said, I can I I once held it for 200 uh, miles was it 200 it may have been I was on the grapevine it was 2012 I had to go Why? they were like why didn't you go I said because there were highway patrol and that wouldn't look good for me to pull over oh oh hi hi officer what's going on so I waited until I got to I think maybe it was Madeira at 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning I don't remember so yeah yeah so you know but that's on me that's on me you know when you're drinking espresso all day which i was and you're drinking a liquid death you know you have to go to the bathroom it's like oh shit why did i do that but you know it's like okay and and i know how to mentally kind of block things out and just kind of it's like pain pain management oh i you know uh, to quote Maynard James Keenan of Tool, who sings, you know, in Parabola, you know, all this pain is an illusion. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Until you take the the pain medication, it's like, okay. <sighs> uh, I I am fully aware that you know the films that I've seen, they're informative and they're transformative, and uh, I can't stop talking about All Quiet on the Western Front. I've seen the original. I've never seen the 70s version. Uh, but what I have with, I, I will definitely watch it again. It kind of gets me that there's no physical version because I know a lot of people who don't have Netflix. I know people who don't want to hook up their TV to the internet. And then I have to say to them, uh, do you have, you know, are you able to record? Yeah. Are you able to replay live TV? Yeah. It's hooked up to the internet. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, we don't want to be hacked, but it's hooked up to the internet. I'm just telling you. We didn't know that. It's hooked up to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, uh, so, some people aren't for streaming. And this is a streaming age. So when I recommend something to someone, I'm like, oh, shit, there's no physical copy. But most of the people I know stream, whether it's Netflix, Disney Plus, um, HBO Max. I love HBO Max. Showtime. Showtime. And then I think I had the Epics or Stars app, and it's turned into um, something else. I don't know. Sometimes I forget that I'm subscribing to that. So like, oh shit, I should turn that off. <laughs> See, it's, it's it's been it's been a great. It's I will say, you know, in all honesty, it was a great week because I've learned to just just kind of roll with it, you know, and um, without saying too much, I you know, for me, it's all about it's about support. That's what it's about. It's about support and also giving credit where credit is due. You know, and um, I know someone said to me once, you're too honest and say, here's the thing. I've always kind of had a guilty conscience because when I would do bad things as a kid, I would tell myself because it would eat at me that, oh, I did this bad thing or I said this bad thing, you know, like if whether I stole money from a family member or I remember um, if I did something bad to one of my siblings and I would tell on myself because it was just like, it would eat at me. It would truly eat at me. I don't know how people can, I would not be a good politician. I just would not. Someone once said to me, you should think about politics. I'm like, no, no. I like people, but no, when, when, when the cash cab comes in, I don't think so. I wouldn't know how to allocate that. Oh, can I please have some money for my campaign? Yeah, I don't think so. No, homie, don't play that. So it's Friday. I may watch a film. I don't know. I may just listen to a record. You know, it's good to start off the day listening to some Meshuga, and then you end the day listening to Meshuga. And oh, by the way, I'm wearing a Meshuga hoodie. So it's like, okay. That's, you know, I, it's always funny when you see people and they have the band tees, the band t shirts, or the band jackets. And they don't even know who it is. Like I came across someone who had a Rolling Stone shirt. They didn't even know that was a band. That's like, oh God. Okay. And I'm not going to call them a poser because that's not nice. And I'm a nice person. And, you know, um, yeah, I'm not going to do that to people. Maybe at a concert. At a concert, that's the right thing to do. Oh, you're wearing that. And you're at this. Like I was at... What show was I at? Was it? I think it was. Uh, was that a Deftone show? Oh no! Oh God! Now I remember. I was at a. <laughs> wait for it. I was at a Bob Dylan concert. Yes, I saw Bob Dylan last year in Oakland. And no judgment, but I was just kind of like, oh. I started laughing. I saw a guy wearing a Britney Spears shirt and I just was like, mm, I wonder if Bob's going to cover that. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I think, oh, it would be funny if he was in the front. And Bob's just kind of like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. I mean, I'm not going to call him out. Hey, you asshole, you're at the wrong show. I'm not going to do that. I'm not mean. like shows i like concerts i just bought a concert ticket i'm gonna go see author and punisher shout out 
because I follow him on Instagram. I saw him open for Tool in uh, 2020 in Fresno. Oh my God, that tour. That tour that, you know, yeah. It was a short tour because then COVID happened. Um, I'm going to go see him in San Fran in April. I was supposed to see him last year, but I was working in the library and I had to be up early. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I'm really going to go see someone in Oakland till midnight and then I got to drive back. Half the time when I worked at the library, I barely slept. Because my, my energy was just like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You know, without saying too much, what I do now requires a lot of me. A lot. And I'm there. I'm game for it. You know, it's like, okay, I don't back down from this. Um, and there is there is a sense of strength and vitality that you have to bring to it. And, and that's where the support comes in. And I, and, I, and I acknowledge the support. And I love it. And, um, and I have the, you know, utmost respect for everyone. The utmost respect. I don't take that for granted. I really don't. Um, I also hold the door open for people because that's, you know, my grandfather was a Southern gentleman and that's what he always told me was hold the door open for people, which I do. Some people are, oh, it's such a gentleman. Well, my grandfather taught me to do that. He'd also say to me, thank you kindly. He's from Kentucky. Um, we were not blood related, but you know what? At the end of the day, it didn't matter. That was my grandfather. Um, I was so proud to be his grandson. I was so proud of him. He was a trip. Okay? He loved film. He loved music. He was a trip. He was tough. He was a, a former prison guard at Alcatraz. I'm gonna and there's a point to this, and there's a movie involved, I think you know. And um I always felt safe with him here. Both my parents worked. You know, that man was always packing. And when I tell people, what do you mean by packing? He always had a gun on him. He was a prison guard. Once a prison guard, always a prison. He was a Pinkerton. He was a bodyguard for a madam in Nevada. I mean, let's go. Let's go. So I don't remember. I remember the, the Alcatraz stories. And I remember years ago, my cousin... I think this is, was this probably maybe a year before my grandfather died or the year he did die? Because he was 86 years old. He, we were at like a Easter thing or something. We we're at some kind of thing that my grandmother was having. And one of my cousins, what's up? She and I talk all the time. She's the one I say unpleasant dreams for on this show. So she knows. And I, I don't know if she was introducing her friend and she says, oh, she loves Birdman of Alcatraz. <laughs> and my grandfather was like, I hate that movie. <laughs> he did. He did not like it. Robert Strode was such a piece of shit, he said. He says the movie, you know, it's a movie. It, it fictionalized because, first of all, he wasn't the Birdman until he of Alcatraz till um what is it uh he got to uh oh he was already because he had been at Levin Leavenworth and um yeah he had gotten to Leavenworth and um was it Robert Strode or was it I don't remember shit I don't remember but yeah he says you know that man was a 
was a ruthless son of a bitch. Robert Stroud, okay. Yep. Oh, he died the year the Alcatraz closed. Oh, yes. He was a murderer. Birdman of Alcatraz. Asshole. Um, in fact, I remember we were, my family, we went to Alcatraz last year, and my nephew saw look you can talk to an actual convict of him i said to him i pulled him back i said don't why great grandpa if he were here he'd say don't talk to that son of a bitch he did not yeah my grandfather was like he never wanted to go back to alcatraz he we offered to take him for a tour he's like why would i go on that when i've already worked there he was there until the closing in 63 and then helped move some of the inmates to san quentin you know and so yeah, yeah, I come from a very interesting, intriguing family. I mean, now that he's gone, we learn things about him. It's like, oh, oh, grandpa. <laughs> but no, I'm not embarrassed by him. I, I'm proud of him when I tell people stories about him. They're like, what? Oh yeah, my parents did the right thing. You know, I was. What can I say? I was I was a hellraiser. People ask if I was a good kid. I was a good kid. I was smart. I was. But oh god. Oh yeah. We went through babysitters. Like we had the babysitter that lived across from us, across the orchard. This is the country, by the way. And then we had our other babysitter who she just died. She was so sweet. And she put up with me. That was always the thing, is if they could put up with me. Because I was I yeah, I was a little hellraiser, you know. I had a bad mouth, and I would put holes through the wall, you know. Yeah, I was a boy, and um, <laughs> oh god, we went through so many babysitters after our our other two left. One to continue going to school, and the other because she had another family to look after, and um, so. They brought in my grandfather. My grandfather was a prison guard, and there were, and he was in his seventies. I remember one time I snuck out of my room, and he ran after me, and I thought I could outrun him because he had like half a kneecap and the other knee, and he, and he ran after me, and he jumped on me. <laughs> yeah, see, and um, yeah. <laughs> so really, um. That's the smartest thing to do. My parents says, oh, we'll bring in this former prison guard who happens to be the stepfather and the grandfather, and he'll take care of these three boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. We knew what time it was. If we heard his voice in a certain tone, damn it, get in here. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good times. It was good. I learned a lot from him. He also... He offered to sell me his, like, he he had this, you know, Impala. And he had offered it to me, and I said, no, thank you. First of all, I couldn't drive, and I didn't even think about it. And then he offered me a gun to go with it. I said, no, thank you, and I don't like guns. And he was just kind of like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but he loved films. We would talk about film, and we would talk about music, and loved patty labelle loved it when she sang gospel and um you know my grandfather was a southern gentleman you know loved gospel music and um just loved he loved being you know in his own element that's how he was and i'd have discussions with him we talk about politics and you know and he was a, he was a democrat he was a, but see here's the other thing 
he was a Southern Democrat. So there's a difference. A Southern Democrat. All right. I'm just, I'm just, uh, uh, <laughs> he was, um, he was a, he was a fascinating person. And, um, yeah, I miss him. He, you know, I mean, but come on, he'd be 105 or 106 right now. He'd be 106. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, you know, he was not a fan of Burt Lancaster playing the, the Birdman and trying to fix, you know, fictionalize that shit. And, um, I get it. And, uh, yeah. Now, as a podcaster, I try to put a lot of detail in this show. At the same time, I don't want to give a shout out to Jason Almi. This shit happens when you party naked. Um, who always has food for thought. Um, and uh, talked about Bowie and talked about black history. And, you know, makes me think of Morgan Freeman. You know, Morgan Freeman, he was like, you're going to relegate my history to a month? To a month? So he has a point, okay? <sighs> it should be all year long. There are so many extraordinary people out there. And getting to tell our history and celebrate it and um, be real about everything. And, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Jason Jason always puts on these really good shows and um but he's got he's got that voice and then he's got the equipment. I just have this little he actually recommended I get this microphone by the way. And I got it in 20 it's an iOS microphone and I plug it into the iPhone and then what I found is if I just talk in this tone and record and Oh, speaking of the devil, <laughs> well, he's not, but you know, that's it. That's an expression. You know, what's funny is when you tell people things and they're not sarcastic and they don't get the, like, speak of the devil or they think you're actually talking about the devil, devil went down to Georgia. Um, but see, his ears are burning. He probably knows I'm talking about him right now. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, it's it's been one hell of a week, and uh, I'm sure I'm gonna get into trouble playing this. I don't really care. I mean, I have I have so much respect for these guys, and I'm just gonna play. This is what I listen to on my way to work. This is what I listen to after work.
course that is miss sugar motherfuckers and i saw them twice last year um seeing them live kind of gave me a new appreciation for them and that is their 2008 album with dancers to a discord system but it's from the album which will celebrate its um 15th anniversary in fact i already ordered the 15th anniversary edition that's a wild it's i Everyone's like, it's their best. I love all of their albums. I love all of their albums. Um, so, yeah. But. Obsen. Obsen, like obsessed. Um, I loved it. I fucking love, I love Miss Sugar. I, excuse me. I listened to it on my way home. I listened to it. Well, I listened on my way to work. And then on my way home, <laughs> so I was I was being consistent. Um, but that's that's what it's about for me is music and film and being so engrossed in both. And you know, it's the end of the week, and I'm happy it's the end of the week. But then there's next week, and then there's a the week after that. And you know, like I said, I don't like to reveal too much about my profession. It's a good profession. It's a tough profession. Um, but I am very thankful for what I do. And I don't back down. I don't back down. And um, I'm, on, I'm also very thankful for those who support me in any way possible. It's it's really... When I first started teaching, I, ha- I didn't really have a lot of that. I like There were bits and pieces and there was maybe one person, you know that you could count on and and if you needed help and you know it's kind of like oh god I don't want to be like a deer caught in the headlights but and I look at things and levels and steps and you know it's like running up that hill I look at things in steps and at this moment in time um yeah I feel I feel the support and I feel the love and um it keeps me going it keeps me coming back you know, some would say coming back for more, but that I see that kind of as a negative connotation, and I don't. I used to think in that process, but not anymore. Now it's kind of like, you know, I'm 42 years old. Let's get real. <laughs> I I I want to have a positive kind of aspect to things, and you know, yeah, we all have the the, the negative, and it's a part of life. Um. But yeah, that's why I don't talk about what I do on this show. It's I, because I don't feel I need to. I don't feel if if I have some, you know, if I need to talk about something, I'll talk about it with someone and kind of just let it out. That's where the support comes in. Um, but as a podcaster, my thing is to talk about films and talk about music and tell you to go watch All Quiet on the Western Front or go watch don't watch the Birdman of Alcatraz, please don't. <laughs> Even though you love Burt Lancaster, um, and go listen to Upsen uh, by Miss Sugar. 
Mishiga is not everyone's cup of tea. I get it. It's math rock. And I'm slightly okay with math. You know, it's not my favorite for it. But I do love Mishiga. For me, it's it's Tool and Mishiga. By the way, Mishiga is the Yiddish word for crazy. The fact that the Swedish band named themselves Mishuga in 1987 is just fucking phenomenal. Okay? That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Unpleasant Dreams. Mic drop. <laughs>